Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, let's get back to You Better You Bet. Presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back to You Better You Bet. DJ Glasser and Kate Constable filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley with the day off. Kate and I getting ready to run through NFL Week 16 slate. Kate, how is it Week 16 already in the NFL? I don't know. This NFL season has flown by. I even said that uh, like back in Week 14. Like, how is this Week 14? How is this Week 15? I feel like I'm saying that every week um but here we are it's been a fun season it's just gone by way faster than i feel like they typically do college football I do the, is the sun- same way too oh college football just i, I mean in a blink how blink. alabama and texas played like in week two like four months ago yeah. i'll just i'll never understand like that's crazy uh but yeah i do the sunday show right here on beck ql with uh, jp flame every sunday and, you know, we're talking about the games, and I'm like, week 15, we've only got four NFL Sundays left. I'm like, how is that Wild. possible? So it is crazy, even with the extra week and everything, right? Like, in the old days, we yeah. only have two weeks left in the regular season. We do have three weeks, though, and we got some really good games, including Thursday night. We've obviously had plenty of duds on Thursday, but we actually get a pretty good game with huge impact in the NFC wild card race as we mentioned last segment so right now the Rams currently hold the seven seed the Saints are the nine seed in the NFC both of these teams are seven and seven obviously the winner of this game will have the tiebreaker over one another Kate we thought all along like the NFC South was probably only going to get one team in the playoffs but you know what the Bucks have won the last couple weeks the Saints have won the last couple weeks and now the NFC South might end up getting uh, two teams in. The Rams are favored by four. The total has actually gone from 40, so it's jumped up two points in the last like hour or so. Your initial thoughts on uh, the Saints-Rams matchup on Thursday? Yeah, how wild would it be if we got two teams from the NFC South in with how terrible that division is? Uh, my first uh, my first reaction to this was lay it with the Rams. I mean, how good have the Rams been lately? It feels like they have so many weapons on offense that is just kind of at the disposal of Matthew Stafford. They can beat you through the air with uh, Puka Nakua or Cup. They can run the ball with Kyron Williams. They're getting Tutu Atwell back. So I, I think I like um the rams in this one but the saints have been playing a little bit better um the total wise i don't love that it's ticked up but two points i liked it at 44 and a half i would have taken the over there now 46 i'm a little uncertain here um but i i leaned more towards the over because of the numbers that the rams have been putting up lately because they've been scoring a ton um and i'm just not sure as good as the saints defense is and their past defense is very good uh, I, it just feels like 
the Rams find a way to put points on the board each and every week. I mean, 28 points against Washington, but before that they had 30 plus in three straight games. And that was against Cleveland's defense, who I know is banged up right now, but everyone talks about the, how that's so good. And Baltimore's too. I mean, they lost that game in overtime, but still uh, put up plenty of points. So leaning towards the over, leaning towards the Rams, but I haven't made any official plays quite yet. You know, it's an interesting game. The Saints offense has been much better the last three weeks, but they've been at home for all three of those games. They've mm -hmm. scored 24 or more points. They also have been playing the best teams. You know, they've been playing the Giants. They've been playing the Panthers. And they were kind of scoring in like the mid-teens in the third quarter of those games and then some turnovers and going for it in the fourth quarter to give them some good field position, kind of inflated their score a little bit. They also played the Lions. And if you remember, they were down like 20 game in like the first eight minutes and then work their way back so their offense hasn't been great we know they've struggled in the red zone all year Derek Carr hasn't been good it hasn't been the answer for New Orleans but this game is indoors it is on turf which is something that they like as you mentioned the Rams offense has been really good as of late they're healthy offensive lines playing much better than we thought they would coming into the beginning of the year and Kate like they've struck gold with Puka and Kyron Williams mm -hmm. like Obviously, we know Stafford and, and Cup and what they're capable of, but to get a number two receiver on the other side of Cup and then to get a great young running back in Kyron Williams, because Super Bowl, like what made their team great was having Todd Gurley at running back, right? Like golf was playing really good. They had great receivers, but that's Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, like all that coaching tree. We know it's all predicated on the run. So to have a guy like Kyron Williams has really changed things for them. I like the under. I was leaning towards the under at 44. So, you know, now that it's up to 46, I certainly like the under yep. even more getting the two extra points there. Kate, this is kind of like a de facto playoff game, right? Like the Rams certainly aren't winning their division. We know that as a matter of fact, the Niners have already clinched the NFC West, so they can't win. Their only hope of getting in to the playoffs is the wild card. And you already have the tiebreaker over Seattle. You have a chance to get the tiebreaker over the Saints. So this is a huge, huge game. Obviously, the Saints need to keep pace with the Bucs, who are in a pick'em game against the Jags. Atlanta's right on their heels. They're in a pick'em game against Indianapolis. So massive game for New Orleans. It's going to be like a playoff game. And because of that, you know, possessions are going to be at a premium. I think defenses are going to play really well. Both teams are going to be conservative, especially New Orleans and lead on their defense. So I like the under 46. I kind of like the Saints team total under as well at 20 and a half. I just don't know if I trust them to get over that in this game. But that's my initial reaction is, you know, now that we're this late in the regular season and we get a game like this that is so crucial to the wild card, I just I feel like this is going to be a, a lower scoring game, kind of like a 21-17 a kind of game, 24-20 kind of game. So I'll uh, I'll take the under 46 in Saints Rams. So with the how primetime or Thursday night unders, Monday night unders um, have gone this season, like that does seem like the, the right side to be on. But uh, Ken Barkley, you better you bet, yesterday uh, mentioned this, and, and this kind of caught my attention, is that when the Saints play good offenses or offenses with a pulse, their totals go over. I mean, against the Lions, Vikings, Jaguars, all of a sudden they kind of their offense rises to the occasion of those other offenses. So does the fact that this is a playoff type 
atmosphere or playoff type implications? Does that kind of negate that pattern, do you think? And then we see the defenses step up even more uh, because if this was a week five or six game, I would totally buy into that narrative and say, okay, yeah, this is what they've done against these good offenses of the past. But to your point, this is going to be a very uh, like tense game in the fact that the postseason's on the line for in some of these scenarios. Yeah, no, it's it's a great point. I mean, it's it's really good stuff from Ken, the Saints, and you know, playing some of these good offenses and how they go over the total. But yeah, Kate, just the fact that it's a short week and you know, mm-hmm. New Orleans is on the road where they haven't been as good scoring the ball as they have been at home. That Rams offense is clicking though, which is the thing that worries you. But New Orleans is, has a pretty good defense. Um so, yeah, I don't love it, and I don't love the fact that it's gone up from 44 to 46. Like, it didn't even go to 45. It just went up a full yeah. two points. So, that certainly would uh, would concern me. But, yeah, primetime unders, as we know, have just, have just been kind of a thing. And, right, the Chargers-Raiders game, like, neither of those teams had anything to play for. And, uh, clearly, the Chargers didn't want to be there. They wanted Staley <laughs> gone. So, like, you can throw that out. We know both of these teams want to be there. Like, obviously, this is a must-win for both teams um so yeah it doesn't make me feel as great on on the under as i would have been but that's probably still the way i lean i don't really have anything on the side either i think the rams win the game but i don't want to lay a minus 200 but i mean like if you're talking about who you trust more i mean if it's stafford and mcveigh or if it's Derek carr dennis allen like it's just it's not even remotely a question and the Rams are at home. Like they're experienced. They've obviously won a Super Bowl together. Like they know what it takes to win games like this. I just like the way the Rams are playing. Like they should have beaten the Ravens. Uh, you know, okay. they were up big on the Commanders last week. Kind of let that game get closer than it should have been. So I, uh, I I would probably lean LA in this game. Um, but Kate, we we talk so much about the AFC, right? And I think everybody agrees that Buffalo's kind of the team that. If you're a fan of an AFC team, you don't want to see the Bills in the playoffs. If there was that team in the NFC, I think it'd be the Rams. Like, of all the wild card team, I think that could be the one that could potentially cause the most chaos. Yeah, I would completely agree with you. It feels like they are kind of getting hot at the right time. I know they did lose that game to Baltimore, but like you said, they they should have won that one. Uh, they got their their losses out of the way early. They made their mistakes early in the season, and they're I mean kind of paying for it in a sense because they are fighting for that wild card spot. Um, but I wouldn't want to face them right now with how they're playing. Uh, how they're able to move the ball, their red zone offense is unbelievable. I mean, they're scoring, what, like 90% in the red zone this season? That's wild. So, yeah, I think they are a team, especially you talk about that championship, uh, kind of just the veteranness of a Matthew Stafford-led team. He's been around the block a couple times. I know Derek Carr has, but he hasn't quite had the success that uh, Stafford's had in terms of winning a Super Bowl and all that. So, yeah, Rams, I- I'm loving the Rams right now, um, but – don't know what to think on the side here. They're, they're my lean in this one. I, I just have not bet anything yet. Also, I kind of think they might be the toughest matchup for San Francisco, right? Like, if you're looking for teams to beat San Francisco, like that Philly, I mean, we saw them play Philly and Dallas earlier this year. Dallas, I mean, San mm-hmm. Francisco just has their number. Philadelphia, I don't know if they have the defense to stop them. I don't trust Detroit going on the road and beating San Francisco. Obviously, the Rams, there's so much familiarity there. They're divisional opponents. Now, Shanahan absolutely owns McVay. 
However, the <laughs> one game that McVay does have on him is that NFC Championship game, right? So that's something that they can point to of, you may have our number in the regular season, but the game that mattered the most, I, I did mm-hmm. end up beating you. So I, I kind of like, you know, buying stock in the Rams. Like if they find a way to get into the playoffs, Kate, I really think there's a case to be made that like that might be the team who could give San Francisco the biggest challenge. So should be a really good game. Rams favored by four, total 46 on Thursday night. As for the Saturday night games, AFC battle between the Bengals and the Steelers, also a monster game in the wild card standings in the AFC. How about the job that Zach Taylor, Jake Browning, and the Bengals have done? Okay, we all thought this team was left for dead when Burrow got hurt. Even if Burrow stayed healthy, like it was going to be a tall task for them to make the playoffs, let alone when he got hurt. He's done a great job. Looks like Jamar Chase is going to miss maybe the rest of the regular season. He's dealing with the separated shoulders, so that's obviously a huge loss. This line was at two and a half. It's dropped to two. The total was at 38. It's dropped to 37. So people are kind of thinking, you know, when these two teams played about a month ago, it was a 16 to 10 kind of game. Kate, I, I could see something very similar happening on uh, on Saturday. Well, yeah, I, I mean, the the Steelers alone, like, what are the, what are they going to put up? Are they even going to find the end zone? Like the Steelers alone, you have to think it, it's an under game. I would even look at a Steelers team total under but in terms of what browning has done i was not a believer in him when he when he stepped on the field for the first time this year i thought oh gosh i mean this sucks for the Bengals. burrows out their season's completely over but he's kept them in games and i mean you look at the last two of the last three have been overtime games and he's got up against um some good opponents and and won those games in overtime that's a tough spot for a backup quarterback who doesn't who has not seen a whole lot of time over the last couple of years so i like what the Bengals are doing i don't have any faith in the steelers going forward i mean we might see mason rudolph in this game and uh, that just kind of tells you everything you need to know about what to expect from Pittsburgh's offense. The only X factor that the Steelers have, and it might not even be that big of an X factor this year, is that Mike Tomlin's a really good coach. So can he get the most out of the, the uh, I'm, I was going to say talent he has, um, but maybe lack of talent. If But he of all coaches would be able to kind of uh, squeeze every last drop out of those players. I'm just not sure it's going to happen. Kate, are you nervous about fading the Steelers with the quarterback of the last name Rudolph on Christmas or around <laughs> Christmas? Do we have I mean, to yeah, put that it feels like into the handicap? I need to be more in the holiday spirit and 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 <laughs> jump on the Rudolph train. Take me to the North Pole, Mason. Come on. You know, I wonder if obviously from the uh, you know fact that Mitch Trubisky was not playing well if, you know, the Steelers are like, let's go with with Rudolph, right, on Christmas Eve Eve on the 23rd, see if he can make some magic. But you bring up Mike Tomlin. This is a spot like 10 out of 10 times I would back the Steelers just at home, Mm -hmm. tough to beat a team twice, must-win game for both teams, but especially them. If they lose, they're not making the playoffs. I'm concerned, though, Kate, with how that Colts game went when they were up 13-0, the Colts end up scoring the final 30 points in that game. And it looked like the Steelers just gave up in the fourth quarter. And to see that out of a Steelers team, a Mike Tomlin team, like that really, really gives me cause for concern. So I think the Steelers in a teaser is the play at plus eight. Like if the Bengals win, it's not going to be by two scores. They're not blowing them out. It's tough enough to beat a team twice. 
any AFC North team that goes to Pittsburgh in December, it's a tough, tough place to play. Those games are always close. It's going to be low scoring. So to me, like this is one of the best teaser legs of the week is Steelers plus eight. I don't know who wins. It's probably going to be a field goal game either way, but I really do like the Steelers plus eight in a teaser. We're going to talk about the other Saturday night game in week 16 of the NFL. Bills Chargers on the other side of the break. You better, you bet. P.J. Glasser, Kate Constable. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.